I'd heard about prostate cancer. Most men have. I even knew about the heightened risk for black men, which, when adjusted, means that it affects one in three of us. One in three. But this was only meant to happen to old men. Other men. (laughs) That wasn't until it happened to me. I couldn't make these stories up. These are the stories, the good, the bad and the unbelievable about my prostate cancer journey. So strap yourself in and let's go. Episode 10, Arise, Sir Cafeter. I left hospital, miserable, aged by a number of years, and with a lot less than I arrived with. I was prostate-less, incontinent, infertile, impotent. I had five more holes in my stomach than I started out with, and I'm sure I'd lost some weight. I'd gained a catheter, which I'm sure was cut too short, and I had a swollen stomach full of gas. I was doing alright. The plan was simple. As my mum was retired, she would be in all day, so if I needed any help, staying with her for the next month or so was a great idea. The kids were too young to use the C word without causing undue stress. So instead, we would tell them that I just needed a minor operation. They were unlikely to ask any questions. I'm going to have a small operation, so I'll be staying at Nanny's. It's only because she will be in all day, so if anything happens, or I need anything, she will be there, whereas your mum will be at work. I announced to them a couple of days before the operation. Our youngest, Ayana, ran to my leg and gripped it tight for the duration of the talk. That would be her entire contribution to the proceedings. What is the operation for? Morris asked. I looked at Annette and she looked back at me. We didn't anticipate questions. It's a minor operation on my stomach, I answered. Where exactly in your stomach? Morris asked. Sometimes just too smart for her own good. In my bowel, I said. That was the first organ I could think of. Shame of me. I should have paid more attention to Grey's Anatomy. What does the bowel do? She asked innocently. Now I was stumped. Asked your mum. I shot back at her and looked at Annette. Not to be outdone, Annette shot right back at me. I don't know. Asked your dad. Eyes were back on me, the deer in the headlight. It separates food waste into poo and pee. I wasn't sure, but I tried to sound like I knew what I was talking about. And it was my best guess. She looked at me like she was going to have a date with Google first thing in the morning. Thankfully she didn't. I'd finally received my missing medication the day after I left hospital. I was already a day behind on the blood thinners that I had to inject daily. They had the smallest needle ever. Not that I had a problem with needles anyway. I had to inject in either my thighs or triceps. 
Also, I got the spare catheter bags, dressings, and of course, the catheter mothership. The catheter mothership, as I named it, was the overnight catheter bag that is about four times the capacity of a normal catheter bag. It also scared the happy out of me. My dear mum couldn't do enough for me. When did I want breakfast? What would I like for breakfast? Did I want a newspaper? When did I want to have lunch? When did I want to have dinner? My glass was empty. Oh, would you like a refill? No, don't worry, I'll bring it up to you. Do you have enough pillows? I'm telling you, keep this up and I'm not leaving. I'll just permit Annette conjugal visits and bi-weekly visits with Sprogs. About three days in, and Annette and the kids paid their first visit. We sat in the living room as my bedroom resembled a field hospital, and it would generate too many questions and wandering fingers from smaller and nosy minds. Joel, being an excitable little soul, was very pleased to see me. So pleased, in fact, he devised a surprise game, which he decided was too good to keep to himself. The game was to charge into my catheter leg as fast as he could and burst into laughter as he bounced off it. The first time, he took me by complete surprise and the look of absolute horror on my face and the rapid trying to shove him off did nothing but spur him on even more. On the second run, he decided now to go back even further and slammed into my leg even harder. Annette had now seen this second collision and clocked what was happening. Horrified, she rescued me from further toddler brutality. I could only dread what could have been had the catheter not been strapped to the inside of my leg. The golden explosion could have ended very horribly for both of us. Even now, I could see him lining up to take his run. Luckily, years of therapy was avoided for him and I don't even want to think about the rest. We have much to thank Frederick E.B. Foley for. He was the father of the modern flexible balloon catheter. There is no doubt the catheter is a wonderful invention that provides a valuable function. In the case of the prostatectomy operation, the catheter gives newly reattached urethra the required time to heal. Now, everyone will have a different and unique experience with their catheter. Mine was centred around four main problems. One, the gauge of tubing used. Two, they need to be measured accurately. Three, they leak. And four, they leak almost continually. My first gripe with the catheter was the sheer size of the tubing used. This was no dainty size of tubing, but a job lot someone was, must have been throwing out. The king has this tiny little eye, and here we have this industrial tubing, the thickness of a McDonald's straw, kebabbing it. Does the pee really need to be turbocharged out of me? I mean, was B&Q just closed for the day? Maybe someone could have lobbed off a portion of the garden sprinkler hose downstairs while the gardener was on his lunch break. I had to make a point of not looking down too often, as I was convinced the king's eye was going to be permanently disfigured. Luckily, or maybe unluckily, each one of the catheter problems I experienced 
trumped the preceding one. Some bright spark measured how long this thing should be, and they've got it flipping wrong. I swear it was about four inches too short. Now, it would make perfect sense if the person who measured it had recognised me as one of their childhood tormentors and wanted to get even. Or better still, maybe the Count from Sesame Street measured the catheter length. He only has four flipping fingers on his hands. Yeah, that kind of makes sense. I bet if I was to take the tube and measure it, it would end up being exactly divisible by four. What the catheter shortness means in practical terms is that instead of sitting snugly on my calf muscle, I have one strap above my knee and the other around the top of my calf. This then restricts my walking to one leg with a firm footing, while the other one has become a kind of half bend and rotate leg movement. So now, with my normal walking impeded, I have the indignity of seeing these old birds with their trolleys speeding past me. But you know what occurred to me? Was that this would be better than tagging criminals. Fit one of these bags of fun on the leg of a criminal and watch the crime rate plummet. No self-respecting criminal is going out there robbing a house with a warm bag of fun on the side of their calf, for sure. The mothership just sits menacingly on the floor at night and wobbles a lot. As during the night you generate lots more pee, even if you stop drinking a good couple of hours beforehand, I had no idea where all of this was coming from. Now the catheter length issues meant that I couldn't move the bed to the other side of the wall and I had to sleep on the bed diagonally. Sleeping like this meant that I was as close as to the edge as possible so I didn't put any strain on the catheter connections because trust me, it kept me awake thinking that I'm either going to sleepwalk onto this golden minefield or the simple catheter connections are going to come apart in the night. And my mum had just installed this deep pile carpet in my old room and the thought of accidentally fertilising it was never far from my mind. The nearest I got to having a mishap was when I just waddled off the bus and after only a minute's worth of walking, the bag was beginning to feel like it was slipping. I really, really didn't want to find out what the pulling effect of a free-hanging three-quarter full catheter bag would feel like. To say I was worried was a complete understatement. So at the traffic lights, I was just about to try and adjust it, when out of absolutely nowhere, about 10 to 15 schoolgirls in their little white socks appeared with two of their teachers. I froze as I could see the headline in the local paper. Local pervert flashes catheter bag at impressionable, innocent schoolgirls. Oh, man. I slowly, oh so very slowly, kind of crab-legged it back to my mum's and thankfully it held in place. The other great thing a catheter does very well, in my experience anyway, is leak. And leak all the flipping time. 
I couldn't think of anything more terrifying than smelling like an accident-prone old boy. Next in the horror stakes was having that telltale wet patch. That patch that you can only hope that your bag or today's newspaper can hide. But even then, you're holding it at such an odd angle, people will look twice. I tell you, it's an unforgiving world. Imagine filling a sink with water. Remove the plug and replace it with a ping pong ball. Tap or disturb the ball in any way and you lose some water. The catheter's take on this is if you stand up, sit down, cough, laugh loudly, walk fast for the bus, leak, 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 and leak again. I was prepared to become a black version of Howard Hughes and just stay barricaded at my mum's for two weeks until I had the catheter out but my hand was going to be cruelly forced otherwise. I'd asked mum for a tub of vanilla hagen I'm very happy to say it was on my safe list. Mum purchased instead hagen Mini Vanilla Selection, which is a selection of vanilla mini tubs with such nonsense as nuts and exotic fruits in it. Well, apart from not being what I asked for, those silly little pots are just two spoons in a burp. They just sit there and tease. You know you want another, don't you? Well, I gently pointed this out to my sweet mum, but it was almost like a head doing a 360 on the spot to reveal Judge Mum. Well, what's wrong with it? It's vanilla, Judge Mum informed. I'm a simple man of simple tastes, and this is vanilla with rubbish added in. I humbly replied. I wasn't being impolite. It may have sounded a little bit odd, but I didn't mean it. There was a huff at first, and then a look, before she shot out. It's no different, and that's all they had. You're just being fussy. No, if I take it back, I'm not getting another. The judge slammed her gable down and a sentence was passed. Life without vanilla. Hargum does. I had my first black mark recorded in the Ellis Hilton boarding register. I would be forced out into the vicious howling winds to secure my own supply of ice cream. We are men. We fix things. We like fixing things. We have to fix things. I screwed my technicals head on. Cue the music. The exact problem to solve was the fact that the leakages ran down the top half of the tube and only saturated where the tube touched something. That something would either be the left-hand corner of my underwear or my thigh where the tube exits the underwear. Therefore, a pad lying flat in my underwear would never normally come into contact with the tube except on the extreme left-hand corner. So apart from 90% of the pad never being used, my leg, underwear or trouser would always get wet. Eureka. Let's now fix the problem. Cue the music. 18. 
No, I wasn't. I wasn't a big fan of. I wasn't really a big fan of them. MacGyver. Never really understood him. I never knew how this brother always managed to find himself locked in a cupboard that happened to have all the chemicals he needed to make a great two ball. Thunderbirds. Now we're talking. Yeah? Not that animated nonsense. Not where they've changed the music. Let's get back to the original. Ah, oh, yeah. I'm reliving a little now. Anyway. Scissors. Sellotape. Sanitary pads. Duct tape. Double-sided tape. Let's lay them all out on the bed. Something is going to happen today and it's exciting. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> 